This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, now we know what happens after they shut down controversial voices on social media and those people still keep talking. They take all your money. What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic, and there's a lot of really troubling financial censorship going on in the United States of America. And we saw two examples of it yesterday, one example last week. So it's something we should probably discuss, because if you have money and you want to keep it, uh, the uh, Democrats and the uh, government and the and the, the new world order and the deep state and everybody else working together to keep you down, they're all coming after your money. No wonder they needed 87,000 IRS agents. Um, so a couple things. First of all, Alex Jones from InfoWars fame. Alex Jones, everybody, everybody's familiar, hopefully, with the story of Alex Jones and, Jones and Sandy Hook and the stories he told about Sandy Hook and the families that were distraught because he claimed that their children were and crisis actors and weren't really killed. And it was all part of a, a big hoax and, uh, you know, tormented these families, um, according to their, to their lawsuit. Well, the jury's ordered conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones, as the AP refers to him on Wednesday to pay nearly $1 billion, $1 billion to Sandy hook elementary school, shooting victims, relatives, and an FBI agent who said he turned their loss and trauma into years of torment by promoting the lie that the rampage was a hoax. The $965 million verdict is the second big judgment against the InfoWars host for spreading the myth that the deadliest school shooting in U.S. history never happened uh, and that the grieving family seen in the news coverage were actors hired as part of a plot to take away people's guns. Now, th- think about Alex Jones, whatever you want to think about him. I know a lot of people think he's the devil. A lot of people think he's evil. A lot of people think that he's a horrible person. But in the end... He is an American and he has First Amendment rights to freedom of speech. Um, The problem is freedom of speech. Well, okay, it can be protected. They can't throw you in jail for it. Apparently, they can do a lot of other things. They can shut down your business. They can kick you off of YouTube. They can kick you off of Facebook. They've done all of that. And Alex Jones still couldn't be stopped. So now they're trying to bankrupt him. And of course, uh, Infowars, which is his news agency uh, where he where he, um, you know, where he basically uh, spreads all of his all of his stories. Jo- Jones wasn't at court, but reacted on his Infowars show. As courtroom video showed the jury awards being read out, Jones said that he himself had never mentioned the plaintiff's names. All made up. Hilarious, he said. So this is what a show trial looks like. I mean, this is the left completely out of control. That's a quote from Alex Jones. Jones's lawyer, Norm Pattis, portrayed the trial as unfair and pledged to appeal. Today is a very, very, very dark day for freedom of speech. The jury awarded various sums to the victim's relatives who testified that they were threatened and harassed for years by people who believed the lies told on Jones's show. Strangers showed up at the family's homes to record them. People hurled abusive comments on social media uh, and so on and so forth. Um, anyway, so uh, Alex Jones said that Infowars will go on and he's going to, of course, fight this in court and there will be appeals. And uh, I mean, a billion dollars is a lot of money. But it seems that the court system and the media and the Democrats in charge and everybody who, uh, you know, is trying to figure out a way to shut down 
opposing voices because look, Infowars isn't just this one Sandy Hook story. It's a lot of stories. There's a lot of things he covers. There's a lot of things he says. There's a lot of truths that he tells. There's a lot of things that he says that people are like, eh, I don't know about that. Uh, but in the end, he has the right to say all of it. And and by trying to bankrupt the guy, by trying to bankrupt this entire, you know, industry, this cottage industry, by trying to shut down this news network just because you don't like what it's saying, that is very dangerous. It's unconstitutional and it's un-American. But it's not the only example we have of this. Remember our good buddy Kanye West, who the other day was on Tucker Carlson talking about this, that, and the other, and how white lives really do matter, and how, uh, you know, he was, abortion was killing more African Americans than anything else in the country, and that he was against it, and he was working for, you know, the, uh, for God, he had, a, had a, um, an audience of one, God, and he doesn't care what anyone else thinks. Well, and Kanye West ran into a little bit of trouble himself, because after some uh, tweets and some Instagram posts that he made that got taken down, Instagram shut him out of his, out of his account um, because of a back and forth he posted with P. Diddy. Uh, Chase Bank sent him a letter and, and cut off all ties with Kanye West. Let me pull this up on my Twitter. Candace Owens retweeted it yesterday. But here's where it gets really dangerous. Here's where it gets really bad. Now you have a banking institution saying, okay, Here's a guy, he's an artist, you know, he's a fashion designer. He's got his opinions. He's a media celebrity. We've been doing bank with, banking with him for years. We've had a solid relationship. He's never been delinquent on his accounts. He hasn't like, you know, not paid back his debts. I don't even know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has, but I don't know his banking history. But because of what Kanye West has said in the media, Chase Bank decided they don't want to do business with him anymore. And they're closing his account. And the letter that Candace Owens uh, posted reads, important. Closing of our banking relationship. This is the best part, by the way, because uh, Kanye West changed his name to Yee, Y-E. The letter actually reads, Dear Yee. <laughs> dear Yee, dear Yee. We are, I'm sorry, I just, uh, that's made me fun. That made me laugh. Uh, we are sending this letter to confirm our recent discussion with Name Redacted that J.P. Morgan Chase Bank has decided to end its banking relationship with Yeezy LLC and its affiliated entities. To provide the company with sufficient time to transition to another financial institution, we will continue to maintain the accounts, included all related products and services, until November 21st, 2022. To avoid any transaction delays, we suggest you stop processing company transactions and or using any products associated with the accounts five business days before the scheduled closure date set forth above. So what they've done is they basically said, hey, we don't like the way you think. We don't like the way you talk. We don't want you banking here. We are shutting you down. And you have until November 21st to find alternate sources of banking and get all your accounts in order. This is where it gets really tricky because this is where communism comes into play. Socialism comes into play. This is where the tyranny comes. If, it, we, if this were a capitalist society, then it would be all about transactional relationships. You have a transaction. Great. We have a service you need. Great. You're a good customer. Fantastic. We'll take your money. Now the wokeness um, is being injected into the banking industry. And it's not because, listen, it's not because they're concerned about whatever. It's not because he's delinquent on his accounts. It's not because he's costing them business. It's because they just don't like what the guy says. They don't like the way he thinks. So they're not going to let him do business. And this is something that is going to happen more and more often. It happened with, um, who was the guy from Instagram? Alex, uh, oh, what was his name? Um, uh, 
hold on. I've uh, the TikTok guy, Alex. What the hell was his name? Was it Alex? Uh, hold on. I'm looking for his name now. What his name was Alex something or other. Uh, hold on. Tick talker kicked off Alex for he was misogynistic. I'm doing Can you tell I'm doing the show prep while I'm, while I'm in the, what the hell was it? Andrew Tate. Pardon me. Andrew Tate. So Andrew Tate had a similar um, thing happen to him. He had businesses. He had TikTok. He had Instagram. They didn't like the misogynistic things he was saying. So they threw him off of all the platforms, TikTok and Facebook and, and Instagram and everywhere else. And then they went after his bank accounts. And he sat down with Tucker Carlson and said the same thing. He said, all of a sudden, I'm looking at my apps, my PayPal, gone. Bank accounts, gone. Closed. Shopify, same thing they did with Donald Trump. They not only want you not to be able to speak freely, they don't want you to be able to make a living. They don't want you to be able to create uh, income for yourself or support yourself so that you can continue to do whatever it is you want to do. YouTube does it to us all the time. YouTube kicked us off the other day because they said we were spreading misinformation. They demonetized our channel oh so long ago. Oh, so long ago. Uh, Pay- PayPal got into deep doo-doo the other day because they had, um, they said that they were fining people. They it, Apparently, it was really weird. It was really weird. They had a uh, misinformation policy in their terms of service. They had new terms of services. And in there, they had included something about misinformation. It went public. People found out about it. They took it out and they claimed it was a mistake or something. Uh, but here it is. PayPal faces backlash after floating fines for sharing misinformation. PayPal is facing blowback. This is the Washington Post. After proposing rules that would have allowed it to fine users $2,500 for promoting misinformation, which the online payment service has since called an error. Over the weekend, several conservative outlets reported that the tech company updated its terms of service agreement under which PayPal can levy fines against users for violations to include the sending, posting, or publication of any messages, content, or materials that promote misinformation. The update immediately sparked uproar online on the right, uh, marking the latest instance that a major online payment service has faced heat over its moderation practices. Brendan Carr from the Republican on the Federal uh, Republican on the Federal Communications Commission said, Orwellian, PayPal reserves the right to take your money if you post a message that PayPal decides is misinformation. This is why it is so vital that state and federal legislatures pass laws that prohibit discrimination by tech companies and protect free speech. PayPal is censoring speech, says Senator Marsha Blackburn. If you don't listen, they will steal your money. We cannot allow this to happen. Christine Pushaw, who's the spokesperson for Ron DeSantis. Well, well, looks like PayPal spread misinformation about itself. Maybe they should pay a $2,500 fine to all of us. Uh, they, uh, PayPal has backtracked on it. It says an AUP put, uh, notice recently went out in error that included incorrect information. PayPal is not fining people for misinformation. This all goes back to a coordinated effort by big tech and the Democrat party to control the narrative in any way possible, not just by not allowing you to post on whatever social media account you want, not allowing you to get a job somewhere, firing you or keeping you out of the mainstream media. I mean, anything at all that you try to do, they will try to stifle you. And now if you continue, if you persist, if you go, if you find a way, if you go to rumble, for example, if you go to truth, social, if you go to Getter, if you go to any of these places, they will hunt you down and they will take your money. And the 87,000 IRS agents that they put into the Inflation Reduction Act is a key uh, red. It's a red flag. It's a huge red flag that shows it's not just the social media companies. It's the government, too. 
they're going to go after you and they're going to be monitoring your social media. They're going to be monitoring your Facebook posts. They're going to be monitoring your Twitter. And as soon as you say something they don't like, like FJB, they're going to dispatch an IRS agent to check your accounts. And if they find any discrepancies, you're going to get a knock on the door from the FBI. It's all the letters working in tandem. And that's why it's so important, again, that we have all this oversight. That's why it's so important, again, that Republicans have a say in what's going on in the world and in the country, because Democrat control of everything is bad. Control of the White House, control of the Senate, control of the uh, House of Representatives, and control of the media, not to mention big tech. That's a recipe for disaster. That's a recipe for, well, Orwellian is exactly the right term. That's when everybody's speech, everybody's freedom of religion, everybody's freedom to worship and to say what they want to say uh, goes away. And they'll do it by any means necessary. They'll either take your money, they'll take your voice, or they'll throw you in jail, or all three. Let's be honest. That's really, that's pro probably what, that's what they're trying to do to Donald Trump. They took away all of his uh, speech, all of his uh, online media. They took away all of his uh, businesses. They shut down his Shopify and everything else that his PayPal accounts were nullified. His Stripe accounts were shut down. He had to find alternate sources of fundraising and sales. And now they're trying to throw him in jail. Uh, and FBI's, uh, the FBI investigation into Mar-a-Lago, the DOJ, and that's all part of the same plan. And if they can do it to Donald Trump, they, of course, will do it to you, to me, to all of us unless we stop them. And we've got about 30 days to do so. Uh, all right, coming up later on, on the, uh, the Mark K show, there is some more information, by the way, about the January 6th committee, speaking of that. And they believe they finally have Donald Trump again. We'll tell you that story um, coming up here in just a minute. Also, this is a, a lot of people are writing because, you know, you hear ads on this podcast every now and then at the beginning, at the end, sometimes in the middle. And people often wonder, hey, can I advertise on your podcast? And the answer, of course, is 100%. Yes, I would love to have Catriots advertising to other Catriots. If you have a business, if you have a service, if you uh, want to get in touch with other people that are like-minded, that are freedom-loving, freedom-defending, liberty-loving Catriots like me, like you, like everyone else who listens, there's thousands and thousands of them. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with them, by all means, we can work out some kind of some kind of beneficial advertising package to get your message on this podcast so you can get it out to thousands of people all over the country, all over the world, really, but all over the country. Um, every single day. So contact support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at catriots.com. Support at catriots, K-A-Y-E-T-R-I-O-T-S.com if you would like to advertise uh, right here on Mark K Saves the Republic.